This podcast is proudly presented by Fan Babble Sports. What are we doing? I don't know, mate. That kid is superstar fire. in the making. Like the play's already gone, just please. Just put your flag up. Yeah, but what are you, mate? I mean, I am a wanker. You're listening to the Circle and Rectangle Show, Australia's finest A-Leagues podcast. G'day, g'day. Welcome back to the Circle and Rectangle Show. And unfortunately, I'm going to have to start this episode with a public apology, mainly directed at the COO of Fan Bubble Sports, Jamie Brown, who is sitting alongside me at the moment. Um, man was not very happy with me last week. Not only did I call him a clown in our intro for that show, um, but then I also forgot to include Fan Bubble Sports in the actual dropping of the podcast so uh sorry mate won't happen again i mean i wasn't angry i didn't even notice to be honest he, he told me he apologized straight away but hey i forgot it in my show so we just got to get clown. back we're, we're, you're a clown. major launch next year but yeah, yeah that's all good absolute clown sorry supreme overlord it won't happen again um <laughs> but mate what a uh, what a time for a-league action this weekend both the a-league men's and the a-league women's kicking off this weekend and there were some great fixtures of football uh, did you get did you get to see much, mate? Uh, I've seen every goal from this weekend's action. I didn't watch many games live, but I've watched them since. Um, but man, so much football! Thank God the W League's back, man. I love the A fact that we football. got both and double headers. Just good to see. Like the Cove were there kind of early for the FC game. It was just good to see, and especially the Cambria United fans getting behind the Cambria United team. It just proves why they deserved an actual A League men's team yep, to go alongside they did. them. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of our uh, Wanderers fans down there for the uh, opening round of the W. Uh, oh, down in the next Liberty game, yeah. A-League women's Liberty uh, fixtures A-League. where uh, Wellington Phoenix made their debut in the competition against the Wanderers on Friday night before the A-League men's fixture in Wollongong. But I think, you know what, we should jump straight into the results and oh, yeah. we'll kick it off with the A-League men's. The results are in. That's right. The results are in. I do love that little jingle. It's Jamie's bopping his head along. Oh, I love it. But we kick it off with the Friday night fixture, which saw the Wollongong Phoenix <laughs> I mean, it's true. <laughs> it is true until they go back to the beloved cake tin. Sorry, Wellington and Wellington fans. Uh, the Wellington Phoenix at home in Wollongong versus the Western Sydney Wanderers. And uh, controversy in this one with Tom Hamed opening his account for the Wanderers against his former club before Johnny Contrubus sprints the length of the field in a barnstorming run that deserves an absolute award, sealing the game 2-0 with Oli Sale in the Wanderers box. So, uh, Great, great bit of uh, football there. First time I've ever seen that happen live, an empty net goal. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. Great feeling being down there as well, watching live football. And uh, it was a good drive home in the uh, wet, <laughs> celebrating a victory. Yeah, Undeserved, I might add, but a victory yeah. nonetheless. We'll, we'll touch on it a little bit in Hot Topics, but, you know, a 2-0 win. Katrumbus, it's hard to believe that man's a centre back. Um, chasing the wheels, the absolute wheels on that man. Quick as quick as a gun. He just wanted it. He just wanted it more. And yeah, he one he wanted it more. And two, everyone didn't want Tommy Akawina to score. So got the assist. I'll like credit to him with the assist, but he did not deserve a goal. So well done, Jody Katrumbus, for stealing it off him. But we jump into the Saturday fixtures where we kicked off with a very boring nil all draw with the Brisbane Raw taking on the Adelaide United, the Reds. Boring game. Yeah. But that happens in A-League. I mean, credit credit here goes to Paramount Plus for managing to drag out three minutes worth of highlights in this game. Yeah, um, I don't know how but, they've done it, but poor yeah. bloke has had to edit that down. So yeah, we find tip the, our hats to you, young man. Find the chance that um, mm-hmm. Brisbane Raw had. And, I mean, Ivanovic should have scored near post. Keeper coming across. He hits it straight at him. But, you know, uh, well, you he's know young. What? He's young. 
happens in football. Some of these yeah. like could have could have been a very entertaining nil draw, just wasn't. But yeah. um, sometimes happens in football. But we move on to probably my highlight of the weekend: uh, Sydney FC at home to the Newcastle Jets, going away to a very early two nil lead via a penalty to Adam Lafondra, sending Jack Duncan the wrong way, and uh, Elvis Cam Sober opening his account for yeah. Sydney FC with yeah, a tap baby. in. Um, Elvis. Well done on scoring your first Sydney FC goal, but save the double backflip celebrations for screamers, please. No tap-ins. Love you, Elvis. Do it. Shut up. Your first Idiot. goal for us. Clown. Nobody but, wanted you. I did from the start. Shout out Ash Williams. One of your main main critics didn't want you, but um, I did. You deserve. You have to admit. You have to admit. Ash Williams, clown. Clown. Yeah. yeah. Clown. Clown. Dip. Um, but uh, probably the highlight of this game was then obviously in the second half, Newcastle coming out and Valentino Yule scoring a brace to bring yeah. the scores back level. To all before Sydney FC were denied a goal for offside. Fairly. Very good, very good decision. Well yeah, done, VAR. And uh, that ends that. So Steve Corrector has one game left before Jamie is asking for his oh, head man. on a stick. <laughs> I'm not just me, everyone in the Cove, a lot of Sydney FC fans. But yeah, uh, but credit you to. You want to see that man's head on a pike? I mean, yeah, lose to the Mariners next week. But credit to Valentino, Do you. two well-taken strikes, especially that second yeah. one. Redman gives you all of the goals to aim at when he drops. Great finish. Both both these goals were very, very good finishes. Yeah. And, uh, he's, a, he's a great young talent, Valentino. He's a good striker. He's a yeah. great, and yeah. I mean, Pena. Enough said about him. He's class. going to be a great player for Newcastle. Absolute class. Newcastle Jets looking the goods yeah. this year. But then we move down south to the Melbourne Inconvenience, reigning champion city at home. To Western United, who don't have a home, but they do have fans, yep. unlike Melbourne City. Yeah, and uh, you know what? Those fans went home happy as Western United got up one nil through Dylan Wenzel Hall's champions struggling a little bit. Yeah, this was kind of a shock because I mean we both had Western United being not in the finals, possibly dead last for myself. But great finish from I, Wenzel Hall's mainly because I I probably jumped the gun and went on. Uh, Alois is not a good coach. Yeah, I went on his his track record. Yeah, um, it's not a good track record. No, and uh, look, they've still got class. Dear Manti, what a ball through to Dylan Wenzel Halls yep. and what a finish! But they, they've picked up well. Jamie Young, clean oh, sheet. What a man! Best goalkeeper in the league. We've said it for these legs of the oh, show. Great pickup. Still, still the best. Could could be taken over by a young uh, Thomas Myas, but yeah. for now, Jamie Young, you've still got that spot. Best. I do like still, still the best. Um, but yeah, look, I will tell you what, this A League men's season is gonna be a lot closer oh, than absolutely. these two clowns here on the Circle and Rectangle show yep. predicted at the start. Yep. Um, but yeah, look, I'm going to say it now. Melbourne City, just like any city football group, no fans. It is. All of them, no fans. Yeah, Wesley United were the ones making the noise. And there might only be 990 of them, but they made noise. And Noise. Very good. Fully deserved to get a win out of that one, especially against the mm. champions. Struggling. Yeah. Struggle sheet. With that front yeah. three and yeah. get that front three scoreless. Very well done. But uh, we move on to the Sunday fixtures where the Penrith Bulls took on the Central Coast Mariners, Penrith Stadium, getting up 1-0 through an Oliver Bazanich own goal. So, yeah, uh, from a terrible strike from Ulysses Davila that was never gonna, wouldn't even have had the power to get to the goal line. But unfortunately, Bazanich, legendary player for the Mariners and in the A-League. Unlucky, and unlucky for the rookie goalkeeper on debut. Actually, very both, unlucky both the rookie goalkeepers. Or one, uh, one of them kept a clean sheet. Yeah. <laughs> so didn't. So. Caruso did. Silly, silly, silly. But look, the uh, yeah, the Penrith Bulls, as they were predominantly known as Twitter on Twitter, yep. and uh, even even like a good friend of mine in the in the bullpen, were calling them Penrith Bulls because yeah, they don't have a home. Go to Canberra, get out of my life. Yeah, just go um, to Canberra. 
get out of my life. Get rid of them. Uh, but we move on to the final game of the round, which saw a very good Melbourne victory look poor against a very good-looking Perth Glory who come away with a 3-0 victory away. Man, they Perth just... I mean, red card aside, I think Perth were the better team before the red card. They just Absolutely. looked like they were there to play. We were looking at this uh, Tony Popovich-led Melbourne victory after the first two rounds, thinking this, this is a very much a very good team. But, it's going to be one of the teams to beat all year. And Perth Glory come out and said, hey, football's easy. Yeah. Goals to uh, um, Anthony Burke-Gilroy, um, Kieran Brumwell, great finish, and uh, Bruno Fornaroli doing yeah. Bruno Fornaroli things. He does like scoring goals at Amy Park, did it a, little, uh, a lot for Melbourne City. Yeah. Doing it for Perth Glory now. And uh, yeah, 3-0 victory. As you said, red card aside, Perth Glory absolutely deserved to walk away with the three points. And that's the results for this week's Isuzu Ute Men's A-League. And now we will switch over to the Liberty yep, A-League apologies. Women's we Competition. We did get that wrong last week. Yep, the A-League Liberty Women's Competition. But to be fair, I don't know if they'd announced the sponsorship when we did the show, when we recorded. So I think Who we're knows? in the clear there. But, um, it Maybe started... it's probably just because we're clowns. That's probably the most likely reason. But it, uh, it all started with an entertaining yet nil or draw between Wellington Phoenix and the Western Sydney Wanderers down there before the A-League men's game. Wellington had all the chances in the world to score, but so did mm-hmm. the Wanderers. Um, Lily Oldfield's a fantastic goalkeeper. That save yep. that she made late in that second half was awesome probably their best signing. We then switched to Canberra for their opening home game of the season where Melbourne City, the unfancied Melbourne City, managed to drag a 1-0 win uh, with a beautiful goal from Holly McNamara just coming on on the inside of the box and bent it over. Not much the keeper could do. Fair play to Melbourne City getting that really important win. Canberra looked good, had chances. Sykes with the volley in the box, but um, put it over. So, you know. Still a long season. Still a very long season. Long way to go. Uh, we switch over to Saturday before the A-League men's competition. Sydney FC did exactly what we expected them to do and put Newcastle to the sword. 3-1 win, although Newcastle did peg it back to make it 2-1. Uh, early, uh, not early, but in midway through the second half. Goals to Remy Simpson, Courtney Vine, and Princess Ibini. The three players we kind of predicted to absolutely destroy it. But Courtney Vine got the two assists for the other two goals. So mm-hmm. great. And the first one was a nice flick on. And Alan got it for Newcastle to bring them back. But Sydney FC looking good, looking good early. So it does, They don't have to thump teams every week, but they probably will win every week. Yeah. Um, that's a great squad, that Sydney FC side. But uh, Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on to the other game, the late game Saturday night, Perth Glory with their first win in 11 months in the women's competition. Hang on. Hang on. There's, there's the crowd for this. Absolutely. Shh, calm down, uh, guys. Come, we got to keep carry on with the show, guys. Thank, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, two-one win over Brisbane Raw. Uh, Margaret with the first one. Uh, for, yeah, Margaret for, for Brisbane. Sorry, I just there's a long name coming up that's really confusing me. It's <laughs> not that. It's not that hard to pronounce. It just clown. feels it's because it's really long. Sound but, it uh, out, Sue. So Margaret. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Margaret for Brisbane got them off to a flyer in the 22nd minute before Susan Fonsong Cam for Perth Glory gave them, brought them back to square in the 88th minute before an own goal to Brisbane Roars, Georgina Worth. Absolute calamity. I mean, you, you can't get your lose a game that. like this in the 91st no, minute. you can't. But hey, Perth deserve it. They were really good in that game and they get their first win in 11 months. So I can't, you know, I can't argue with the result. There were... They were very happy to just to bring it back to one or let alone go ahead and win it. And then Melbourne victory, 
defending champions with probably one of the best players in the league, Kyle Cooney crossing their team, ended up 5 probably. 1 winners. Probably. Well, I mean, Remy Seamson still plays for Sydney FC and she's mm-hmm. very good. So, um, that, that's true. Not in, that's not incorrect. That's fair. But, yeah, um, look, she is, Cross is the best player in the league. Oh, yeah. She is incredibly incredible. Deserves that spot in the Matildas. But, um, Privatelli got him off to a, to, to a good start, um, with a penalty before Morrison, Bunge, and then Zimmerman with a great strike put him up 4 1 before Privatelli rounded off to make it 5 1. And Watts got, uh, Deserved goal for Adelaide off a Chelsea door, door, but kind of through ball. But Melbourne victory just proven why they're champions and probably the only team that I would be worried about if I was Sydney FC. Yeah. Very good look, that's a, that's a great set of fixtures for the uh, start of the Liberty A-League women's season. And uh, well, I'll tell you what, football, it's good to have football back on the And both that, the that men's and women's too. side. Like, uh, you can watch football anytime. It's great. Yeah. And Paramount Plus is doing an awesome job. I know people are saying, oh, it skips out a lot, but who the fuck cares? You get to watch football. Like I don't, I just, just, just enjoy the fact that we have a broadcaster that actually cares about the sport for once. Like, yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, so many games of so many goals, even in the W League. You so know? many goals, and that leads us into. We're going to do it early this week. Yeah, we're going to remember it. Leads us into. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Yeah, we didn't forget it this time. Nope. Goal of the week. You said there was goals. There was a lot of goals, and it came down to three strikes. It really did. It came down to. Do we want to, yeah, the men's league. It, uh, Burke's goal for Perth in the first. Anthony, Anthony Burke's Burke. first goal for yep. Perth Glory. Unbelievable strike. Stayed set low piece. long enough. Oh, well worked set piece as well. So perfect there. Uh, I got the other one written down. As I mentioned, Holly McNamara from Melbourne City. Fantastic strike. Completely like saw the position of the keeper and played it well. And Catherine Zimmerman from Melbourne Victory with an unbelievable strike up and over the goalkeeper. But the winner is Jared. It is, in fact, Anthony Burke. Yep. Um, Gilroy, that was an outstanding, as you said, an outstanding, outstandingly worked set piece. But it was just the the finish, like it didn't. It was just hit so beautifully. It didn't through like, the legs of a defender. It just it didn't just whip glided. back. It just yeah, it just floated it just and then yeah. faded back like a good into goal the, shot into the side netting. Un, yep. Unsavable. No, not with all those unsavable. players in the way. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. But uh, uh, shout out to also Bruno Fornaroli for another goal from outside the box. Yep. Look, <laughs> another a- contender, but I feel like. Kavala could have done better. Yeah. I don't like blaming goalkeepers, but you get two hands to it. Keep it out of the net. You yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, but yeah, look, that's goal of the week this week. We've done it nice and early. We're not going to save it to the end. We remembered. <laughs> yes. We wrote it down. I mean, we wrote it down last week too, and we still forgot. We still but, forgot. Uh, look, that, that's the results. That's the goal of the week. But this is the fun part. We get into some oh, hot yeah. topics. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a hot topic. I'm a hot topic. I've got a few topics to go through this week. Jamie Brown, kick us off with topic number one. So the first one I want to talk about is VAR. Controversy. Oh, it's just, do I have to get Jamie's spray lined up? No, because I'm actually impressed with the way that the referees have started this season. I mean, there's been some mistakes, but people are human. But I think almost every decision except for the Tom Ahmed goal was the right call for VAR this week. They got him right. I mean, but the, the ball went over the line, so it's a goal. Yeah, but the lead up was a little but bit... But the fact that he shoved the defender <laughs> yeah. into Oli Sale, therefore the ball was at Tom Ayer's feet, that's a kind of a little... Bar. Yeah. But was over we the don't line? talk about that. Ball yeah. went over the line. And you know, Stop. when you look at it, if Tom Ahmed doesn't score that goal, the Wanderers definitely don't get the second goal because they wouldn't have thrown their keeper forward. We sort of talked about it before the show, but you know... That's they... probably the only downside, even though well, Wellington Phoenix have launched a... Uh, Formal. Formal complaint. Yeah. Um, in regards to the decision. I mean, um, what are they going to do? It, will it change the outcome? No, no. Wanderers will still walk away with three points because 
I mean, it is you what it is. It. Unfortunately, that's what happens in football. Yep. Sometimes humans miss things. But um, other than that, like I thought the VAR was fantastic. Yeah. Over the weekend, like uh, the, even uh, in uh, that Wanderers Wellington game as well, the uh, off uh, Wellington Phoenix scored a goal, which the linesman flagged offside yep. straight away. And then I looked at it, and go how like well, there's no foul on the keeper. He's just missed the ball. There's two players on the line. Where's the offside? VAR had a look at. We didn't get much of a replay down there in uh, Wollongong anyway. Of but not. um, VAR had a look at it upheld the decision and then when i get to watch uh, got to watch it back that's a great decision yeah well done well done to the linesman and well done to the var great eyes from the linesman called it straight mm. away and yeah var backing him uh the sydney fc goal the, the third goal that would have given them the win it's offside it's offside you can't complain about it. I know a lot of sydney fc fans are but i mean as you know if if that was a benny chat from the back benny said if that was newcastle scoring that third goal and they allowed it we'd be pissed off because it was offside so you got to you know, those decisions are going to get the bad. Yeah. Uh, the yellow card for Melbourne victory turning into a red. I mean, that was just, that was no no-brainer. Credit mm-hmm. that he gave him the yellow card, but I'm glad they looked at it because, yeah, there was very dangerous contact to the head for that yeah. one. As I said, like, when Tro- uh, me and my brother were watching and he goes, oh, but old mate's head is down. But I'm like, yeah, but he won. doesn't matter where his head is. He's kicked him in the head yep. anyway. But two, he's also off the ground with his leg outstretched. I could, and, and, and there was no complaints from the player either. So that's no. it's a very fair decision. And then also in that game, uh, the referee awards a late penalty to Melbourne victory to yep. try and get themselves a consolation goal. And as soon as he awarded it, I said, where's the penalty? And then it went to VAR and VAR said, where's the penalty? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, as much as we complain about it, it's been great. I think other than uh, the, what probably should have been a red card in the Wanderers game last week, I'm only calling it a red card because I'm a grumpy man. But, it, but um, it Jack was, Duncan Grub. It was kind of warranted. You you strike out like that. No matter how soft it is, it's a strike. It's causing intent. You should have been red carded, and it might have helped Sydney FC this weekend. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, he did he did give you that penalty. So. True, true. So I don't. It may have actually hindered you because there's other, any other goalkeeper. True. God do damn that. it, he should have been red. No, no, he shouldn't have been <laughs> send red carded. Send them off. They made the send right decision. Off. So send them no, off. I've got no complaints with the referees. Even Chris See, Beat's been is, good. Like that's saying something. Like that hurt to say. Uh, are you all right? That Chief? hurt to say. Are you all right? That, that really hurt, man. <laughs> Look, the thing is, like, we will bitch and moan about the VAR when it's bad, but yep. when it's good, it's good. Gotta like, give it its credit. They made the right decisions. Basically, ninety percent of the time, the Hamed one, you know, yeah, he fouled him in the lead up, but it was over the line, and that's what they were checking. So, yeah, can't say they, they, made look, the right they weren't looking at a foul in the possible uh, possible foul in the build up. They were looking Goal if the, the ball crossed the line, yep. and that's and you wouldn't believe it. The ball crossed the line. Don't they have that on their watch? But no, we don't have. Oh, we don't we have, have VAR, goal line but technology. not goal line technology. Have, well, you wouldn't believe it because goal line technology costs like triple what VAR would, does. Yeah, so. I think VAR is just like a seven green thing, but yeah, goal line technology is a little bit more important. But they can't complain to all those Sydney FC fans that reached out to me. Ash Williams, second shout out, not for a good reason. Um, it was a goal. It was uh, it was there, offside. Sorry. Is there offside. to be fair? Is there any any good reason to shout at Ash Williams? Yeah, he supports us. He listens to the show. You are so a <laughs> appreciate you, bud. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it was a goal. It was offside. Sorry. As much as I wanted it to go in, it was a goal. It was an offside. Fuck, I keep saying it was a goal. It was offside. That is how it was I offside. feel. I, as was soon as offside. I saw it, I'm like, yep, offside. Fair enough. Unlucky. We should. We the biggest thing as Sydney FC fans we should be worried about is the fact that we were up two 0 and we had a two-all draw. Shouldn't be. Oh, they go through with Newcastle. Did, who did I say? No one. I'm just. I'm just letting oh, everyone yeah. remember it was Newcastle. It was Newcastle. Okay, yeah, just not, that bit. Not in. the fact that we didn't draw with them last week. It's just the fact that it was Newcastle. It was Newcastle. Yeah, a team that we should be beating because we are Sydney FC and you are the Wanderers, but we didn't. That's what we should be complaining about. Why the fuck did we let a two-goal lead slip? But yeah, see, we didn't let a two-goal slip. Uh, you just two-goal lead slip. Let we a just... one-goal lead slip twice. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. We came oh, back. No, you once came and back. Then they yeah, came that's back right. Once, yeah. yeah. But yeah, we shouldn't. We're Sydney FC. We should not be losing or drawing with Newcastle at home. But 
leads me on to my next topic for Hot Topics, the active support. The squadron carried more than the MacArthur the- Bulls, and that makes me happy to say because MacArthur Bulls have to travel 30 minutes. And the squadron have to travel two and a half like, hours. Like, yeah. It's a long way. Uh, but. Three on the way down, two and a half on the way up. Yeah, you get a quick one on the way back. But yeah, Depends, yeah, credit to the squadron. They were great for their first home game in the F3 derby in terrible conditions. They traveled away for the Wanderers game and they're doing yep. this. Active support's back, baby, and football Active support it. is back. Like the uh, Wanderers in Wollongong had a full... Yep. Bay of RBB and, and they it were was loud. loud. Yep, uh, very loud. It was a, it was it was a wondrous home game down in Wollongong. Um, I don't know if it's still the North Terrace, but I'm going to call it the North Terrace, even if it pisses them off. Melbourne Victory Active Support are looking the goods. Right. Yep. Um, the Cove against Sydney and against the Wanderers in the in the opening round. Look, it was good. Great travel, especially because yep. I sit directly behind the RBB at home, so it was good to hear both Active Supports going at it, and these two Active Supports hate each other. Oh yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna call out the Cove a little bit. Just go to Cogra. I know it was wet and you wear Prada jeans, but just fucking go to Cogra. And it's a and shit sing. ground, but yeah, we should be there in big numbers because we are the best active support in the league, bar none. But yeah, you're right. Um, bar the Wanderers and North yeah. Terrace and the squadron. But North Terrace and, is only um, back because they think they're going to be good this year. Where were they last year? Except and the for Shed, the Shed's guys. good. Yeah, Shed's been great. Shed. Yep. Even the Perth fans traveling to Melbourne. Yeah. There was a heap of them. They're not allowed back. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That's probably why they went to Melbourne. Because yeah, like, I don't, don't have to go back. back. Fuck this shit. Like, the, only, the only active support I can really say is really bad is not so much the Cove. They're there. They're just, it's hard to be loud at that stadium. And, you know, it's been shit. Yeah, there is. Home see, games. the thing is, RBB were directly under the under the roof. Yep. So you get of, the echo. Of Wind Stadium. So you get yep. the echo. In uh, Bank West is an outstanding yep. ground. It's going to sound loud no matter where. Like, even there, the yep. Cove only had one bay where the Wanderers had three. We still sound You could hear them. It was great. Oh, yeah. And you know, um, it's Amy Park's good because it's surrounded, but yeah, Cogra because it's not, it's not surrounded it's by. It's harder to make noise rooms, and be picked yeah, up on the yeah. mics. But you know, it's the Cove slightly down on what you kind of expect. But you know, two home games that have been terrible conditions. When it was a good condition game, they travelled in numbers. But Melbourne City, but, man, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> You're the defending champions, and the Western United were louder than you guys. Western United active support. Well done to you. I take yeah. my hats off. You don't have a home ground, so well done to go to Amy Park every time you every chance you get. You slippery um, gypsies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Melbourne look, City, man. Tell you what, mainly because I haven't watched a lot of it this year. I've seen most of the a few of their games, but one, um, MacArthur FC when they went uh, to Newcastle, there was no cowbells, or there was one. That was great. Thank when you. they went to Penrith, didn't watch a game, so therefore there was no cowbells. And Mariners Fantastic had a good time. away support too. They travelled in real good numbers, the, yep. whatever they're called. But that's how good is it having active support? But active support in football yep. is is the lifeblood of football. Yep, it creates the atmosphere that everyone raves about. Don't go there and sit in the active support to experience the atmosphere. Go there to be the atmosphere. Like if you if and oh, I'm going to give the warning out to everyone. If you go and sit in an active support, be prepared to stand for ninety yes. minutes and be prepared to sing for ninety minutes. You can sit out at half time, right? That's, that's when the you only chance out. you get to sit. But if you're going even when to the, the Wanderers Cove, were playing shit, yeah, yeah, RBB was there. Yep. yep. Even when Sydney FC is playing shit, which has been a long time, sometimes complain. We, we kind of yeah, we complain, but we'll be there. <laughs> we're not playing yeah. great at the moment. We kind of want the coach fired, could get stage in, but you know we're still there. Plan. And you saw that but, with the derby. There was over a thousand Cove guys, one bay, but two two stands. Like it was yeah, incredible. It was like that's what you want, but we need that more. I want Melbourne victory on Australia day when the Cove travels down there in massive numbers to be as loud as fuck and trying to drown out the Cove. And when they come up here, I want the exact same last year, big blue derby at Cogra had no Melbourne victory fans. And we weren't quite at COVID 
panic just yet last season. It was still in the nice I mean, low and, down. And the, the the thing that's going to annoy me as well, the next Sydney derby is being played at the SCG. So it's not that's not a it's great not place be, football. Yeah, it's but, fucking terrible. But it'll still be they'll still be packed. They'll still be it people will be. there because it's it'll just the greatest game. But yep. yeah, active support being back in the A League. Um, it that's that's something that needs to stay. Yes. Otherwise, the the league dies. The league needs to support it too. They need to yeah. clamp down on these stadiums like Amy Park in the past, who have restricted Melbourne City. That's not your excuse this year. You're not restricted because the Melbourne Victory Active support were loud as fuck at that same stadium. And I think I think one thing that's no, I've noticed as well is the way active support here in Australia. Obviously, a lot of our influence comes from the Eastern European side yeah. of, of yeah. football, and that's where an active support is led by a capo. Yep. And that's the thing. The Wanderers have a new capo, outstanding. He controls everything the RBB does. There's, and, uh, but I'm going to say this as well: like uh, the RBB do cop a lot of flack. Um, if a fan violence or whatever, they're not fans. Those aren't RBB members. Those aren't Cove members. Those aren't members of North Terrace. Those right. are thugs that want to cause drama. The real fans are the ones that sing, support their team, what the Cove is doing now, what the RBB is doing now, what the North Terrace is doing now. And it's with those that leadership that controls everything. And, and a lot of the clubs are like, yeah, as long as you're not doing anything wrong, yeah. support it. And that's something that wasn't done in the past. No. Especially uh, like mid after the Wanderers' success in the first two seasons when you would get a packed-out Pertex Stadium back in the day, an old yeah. Parramatta Stadium where it's like the grassy hills and the, like, it was packed. Like and You could Sydney, not get tickets to a Wanderers game. Sydney just packed played. in the corner, been there many like, times. You could not get tickets. No. And then the media comes out and say, oh, active support bad. And Soccer then, thugs, hooligans. Ooh, ooh. And then clubs went out and said, yeah, active support bad. Don't do this. And then Clamped the supporters down, went, yeah. well, why are we here then? Yeah. And it died. The Wanderers Active support died and the, and the league almost died. The Wanderers were big on that last season. They didn't have the support of their club. So why should they support the club? They will support yeah. it in their own way. They had protests in the stadium. They wouldn't go to games, which is great. But I like to see that. I mean, even with, with Sydney FC last year, the, the club actually helps us get things to different grounds in different states. Like in Melbourne Victory, they're really big and important in us getting flags and banners and TIFOs down. Yeah. Same with, I mean, even the Wanderers sort of help Sydney FC get the Cove stuff in there because you know it's there's a lot of big things that go on when it especially comes especially the year when we then stole your stuff that was pretty cool too. yeah that was fucking hilarious um, yeah well done yeah. fucking great yeah, what about the Graham Arnold Tifo that's a good one I really enjoyed that banner um, but yeah but look look at back in the day like fucking... the marches are back now mainly because yeah. COVID stopped them last year but the marches yeah. are back that's a that's always a great time pre gaming yeah it's, and it's very well organized like especially you guys and us it's very well organized pre game stuff it's very publicized where things are going to be. Both club accounts will share stuff like make sure you get here to be part of the March on game day. And I just think they're, they're, they're happy having it back because if you want a good product, the active support has to be loud. I'll tell you, who's, I'll tell you who's a big fan of having active support back. Simon Hill. Oh yeah. Oh, massive. Simon fan. Hill loves yeah. the active support. Yeah. And we love Simon Hill. We do. It's so good to hear his voice commentating football again. That's where Fox dealt. That's when I knew they didn't care when they just let him go. He is the voice of football in Australia. Now that Mike Cockrell's unfortunately rest in peace, passed away. It is Simon Hill. He Simon is the Hill. voice of football. Yeah. But active support, we love it. I, I, that is the, uh, it, it. You can hear it when you're watching games on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah, there, and there will be a lot of Sydney FC fans up at, in the Central Coast this weekend. I guarantee it because it's already been talked about. I want to be there, but I'm working, which is just fucking bullshit. Uh, just take the train up there. Um, yeah, I'll drive it myself. <laughs> just drive, yeah, just <laughs> qualified, but I'll do it. You want to? Where you want to go? The airport? Too mad. You're coming to the Central Coast. <laughs> We're going to Gosford. I'm having crib. <laughs> but no, there should be a huge number of Sydney FC fans getting up there this weekend. It's an important and, game. And I'll tell you what, the uh, Central, the Mariners Stadium, I, don't, I can't remember what it's called. Is it Blue Tongue? No, it's not Blue Tongue. Is it still Blue Tongue? I don't know. I don't know. It's beautiful, but... 
that's a great one. It's a great scene, but two, it's good for active support. Yeah. Even yeah. though it's only three sides, it's good for active support. Yep, you get a decent view down that bottom corner as well. It's not the terrible view, but mm. and you know, Mariners, as long as they can keep that marching band at home, I think their active support's going to be good this year. I do, I do enjoy the marching band. I loathe it with a passion, and I am a college football fan, but it Clamp. is not a actual Clamp. football Clamp. thing. It is not. It does not belong at football grounds. Maybe the occasional saxophone. Shout out that MacArthur Bulls slash Wellington Phoenix fan. <laughs> saxophone. It was there. On, it was there. It was there on the weekend. That was good. But yeah, it's not a marching band. Stop marching around the stadium trying to get picked up on every mic. Just sit in your fucking bay and sit, sit in your the, fucking team. Sit in the bay and do it. But yeah. uh, that's right. Active support. I'd be okay good. with it if it was that. But when they march around the stadium and they play that same song for 10 minutes, just sit in your you mean, fucking you bay. You mean the Tetris theme song? Yeah. Just sit in your fucking stadium. Oh, that, yeah. was, that was a highlight of my last Central Coast trip when I'm sitting in the league club across from the stadium, slapping on the pokies, and the marching band just waltzes through, playing Tetris. Like, how would they feel uh, if a, if the Wanderers just started walk started walking around Bank West singing the Who do we sing for? We sing for Sydney. Like, oh sorry, we used to sing for Sydney. My bad. But um, like no one no one wants that. Like, stay in your bay, stay in your bay, you stay stay in your lane. And Paramount your Plus, you'll be doing a really good thing if you remove the effects mic from in front of that bay, because <laughs> um nobody needs to hear that shit. Sorry, Nick Montgomery. I love what you're doing with the club. I think you're going to do big things, but that active support needs to get rid of those instruments. Can we have a band at that stadium, please? <laughs> a band of instruments? Just only. the drum. Drums only. Drums, Drums only. only. Yeah. Wait, is that a tuba? The fuck out of here. <laughs> Double bass? No, thanks. Oh, anyway, no, thanks. well, that's enough about active support. Yeah, We've got it's other good. things it's to back. talk about. It's good it's back. Um, and that was on. it for domestic-related sort of um, topics, but I want to move into Aussies Abroad because... Man, there's some Aussies, Aussies abroad, started. and there's a Aussies abroad doing some things. Should we start with the big one, or should we work into the greatest thing? No, we're going to start with the we're going to start with AS Roma, Jose Mourinho, giving his first debut for potential Socceroo, Christian Volpato. Cap him, cap the cum dog, cap him. We we said cap the cum dog. You haven't done it yet, cap Volpato. Just do it, please. He's very one, good. One, one. He's the protege of Francesco Totti, arguably the need. greatest <laughs> Italian footballer ever yeah. to play for AS Roma. Um, so that's but it. two. <laughs> Cap the cum dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still waiting for that. Cap the cum dog. Clearly, it's not working. We need some new new blood. Volpato, cum dog. Let's make it happen. Um, full credit to him. He's born in Camperdown, Sydney, New South Wales, so he's a local boy. Yep. Uh, a negative on our club's parts that you had him at your club and we didn't want him at our club, and now he's playing at AS Roma. Yeah, yep. good so, scouting yeah, systems. Um, he, he was with he was with the youth youth systems of both Sydney FC and the Western Sydney Wanderers. Yep. They both said not good enough. <laughs> better luck next time. Um, and then he got a uh, trial with the Australian Institute of Sport, and then they got him a move to Italy, where he was in the uh, AS Roma Academy doing bits for their youth team with I think like twelve assists or ten goals or something over his like career there, uh, and enough to get the attention of the special one at the yeah. start of the season. He was training with the first team squad, and uh, over the weekend getting his pro- first professional game, coming off the bench in the ninety third minute of a three nil loss. But look, an Australian in the Serie A, first time since Trent Sainsbury in two thousand and thirteen. Yep, Fanta. What a time. Come on, Chris. I like cap big him. hopes for the man. Cap him. Uh, cap him and two. Good luck, Christian. Yeah, doing yeah. bits for the Australians abroad. Even if we don't, I still like seeing guys that were born in Australia or have family in Australia, Cristiano Ronaldo, do well. I like seeing yeah. him succeed. Imagine if he was a soccer room. <laughs> oh, my fucking God, Imagine. man. Um, next one. Both him and Messi could have both been playing for the uh, for Yeah. <laughs> why, did, why, why didn't we have that happen? Um, Tommy Rogic for Celtic. Uh, what a goal. Possible goal of the season. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Puskas Award winner. What a goal. Yeah, it's unbelievable. As we just mentioned Messi, this is something he would be proud of. He watches Tommy yes. Rogic and go, you know what? I want to do, do that. that. Yeah, I want to do that. But um, great goal. Celtic moving in the right direction under Australian Ange Postacoglu. Guy we love oh, here. Time. 
Uh, they love him we there love at Celtic Ange. as well. Ange Ball, there's stats coming out saying how great it is. And Ange Ball is the, like Celtic have the most completed passes yep. in all of European football. Yep. Most distance of passes too because of how many they play. Yeah. Like it's unbelievable. But this wasn't a passing goal. This was just Rogic saying, hey, nothing's really happening. I'm just going to do whatever. <laughs> and fuck, I have ball. I run. Oh, goal. Yeah. Oh, player, step. Oh, player, step. Oh, player, step. Oh, I'm in the box. Goal. Done. See you later. Against Dundee, not a great team, but I mean, fantastic goal. Unbelievable goal for Tommy Rogic. And uh, he used to play in the A-League. And why doesn't he do it for the Socceroos? That's the only question I have. Different coach. Yeah, Graham Arnold, clown. You wouldn't believe it? Was Poster Coglu at Sydney FC? No, he no. was in Melbourne. No. Where was Graham Arnold? Sydney FC. Grub. We won things with with him, and we can't do so, it. With and you wouldn't believe it? Poster Coglu won things as well. Yeah, I know. Everywhere of, he went. Everywhere he goes, he wins things. And he's going to do it at fucking Celtic. You was watch. it at Brisbane? Yep. Won it there. Was it with Melbourne? Yep. yep. Won it there. Was it with Yokohama F Marinos, who were clowns at the J-League? Instantly. Yep. Won it there. Is he going to do it with Celtic? Absolutely <laughs> he, he do is. it with the Socceroos? Hell yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. Delivered our first international trophy. But yeah, he wins everywhere he goes, and I hope he stays at Celtic for a long time, because I think he would, if he can do successful things there in Europe, I think that would be great. But honestly, uh, man, the- I think he's destined for the Premier League. Yeah, if he's, he's yeah, keep doing what he's doing with Celtic. It gets people talking. Yeah. It's not just him as well. Like it gets other countries around Europe looking at Australian men. Yeah, exactly. Looking at hey, this time in Popovich is okay. Oh, he was terrible at Xanthi, but he does good things at domestic. Maybe we can make him work. Kevin Musket didn't do bad things with Yokohama F Marinos. Just came up against a really good Kawasaki Frontali team and couldn't get the win. But he's doing good things with that same team. So he. Clearly, tell you what, there oh, is one hurts. thing. We're, we're speaking of managers abroad, and I cannot remember his name. But the Juventus women's team coach is Australian. Oh, really? He is. I I'm going to look it up right now. I do remember it. Keep talking about Inch. I like that, but um, I mean, just you know, you're a coach. You're coaching at a local level now. I I have been a coach in the past. Would love to get into it again, but work kind of screws me around. But to see what he's doing, it opens that pathway. Whereas before you thought, oh, MPL is probably as far as I can get. Maybe on a fluke shot, I can get to China, Japan, somewhere there. But what Andrew's doing is showing that Australian managers know how to know what good football looks like. And Scottish football, not the most appeasing on the eye sort of thing. It's very direct route one, physical, but Ange makes it look really attractive. And it's exactly what a team in Scotland needed. And I mean, they're going to win the league this year. They'll do okay things in Europa, but I think the future is bright for them. But if he does, if he goes, if he wins the league three years in a row, as most Celtic managers, they generally migrate either to a good Championship team or a Premier League team. I'd love to see him at like a West West Ham United or something. Although like David Moyes is killing it there, but a good Premier League club slash Championship club. I'd fuck. I'd love to take him at Sheffield United. Although I no, do really love what running. Heckenbockham doing, but clown. Uh, look, Forest, uh, another good club yeah, that he we, would we absolutely need a new manager. Um, but look, uh, Joseph Montemuro, born in Melbourne, Victoria, is currently the head coach of the Juventus women's team, Great and that's stuff. a good team as well. That's a very good yep. team. Doing bits of there, biggest uh, clubs look, in Europe. One of them. Yeah, uh, look, former A League coach as well. Oh, sorry. W League. W- I was going to say, Montemurro sounded familiar. I'm like, not in the Montemurro, yeah. Was, yeah uh, in the W League with Melbourne Victory, Melbourne City, and then for four years, Arsenal. He's been over there. Oh, with Arsenal. Yeah, four years really he was with club. Arsenal, and now he's at Juventus. Oh, mate. You, you are the king of segues. Speaking of Arsenal, Women's FA Cup final held at Wembley over the weekend, and wouldn't you know it, Sam Kerr, literally the best footballer in the fucking world, men's or women's. Two goals, including... We praise. Yeah. We praise. Hail, Sam Kerr. Hail, Sam Kerr. Shout out to our friends at Fintel Pod. But um, 
unbelievable. The, the, the first goal was good enough. Cuts in on it from the left-hand side, picks it near post, sees the keeper out of position. But that, that third goal for them and second for her. Ooh, oh, boy. That's a, that's... Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, my goodness! Oh, my goodness! Perfect. There it is. There it is. And that is exactly the way Brenton Speed would have called that. That was Absolutely. Just the balls Perfection. on that woman. The balls on that woman to... In a cup How dare final. you? You did, Sam Kerr. You can't be that good. You you, you just can't. It's not fair. It's illegal. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Frank Kirby got the first goal for them, and she is also in her own right. Them as a duo up front is it's just it not is, fair. It's, they it's destroyed illegal. City. <laughs> it's <laughs> illegal. It's Arsenal aren't a bad team. Caitlin Ford plays for them. Um, Mackenzie Arnold, few, I think, is a goalkeeper there. So yeah. we have a few Aussies playing in that team. But Sam Kerr, you are. I think she's probably the number one guest for our show. I think if we got Sam Kerr, that would be the pinnacle for us. She is. Oh yeah, I would retire. The best. Yeah, the show doesn't need. We can't get. If we get Sam Kerr on the Circling Rectangle show as a guest, uh, that is the last episode we done. We retire. That's so if it. you don't want to listen to us anymore, that's what you got to do. Get, get her on the show. Start spamming Sam Kerr yeah, in the Twitters. She's uh, just we'll un- unbelievable. Credit to Chelsea winning the FA Cup. Massive crowd there as well. That was the best thing to see. Forty-one. You wouldn't believe it. I was I was watching, reading a little article about it. One hundred years ago, or whatever it was, women's football was banned yeah. by the FA in England, and it was a ban that lasted fifty years. Yeah, forty-one thousand fans packed Wembley. Yep, to see the women's FA Cup final in a North London derby, Chelsea versus Arsenal. Yeah, and the uh, and uh, Matilda steals the show. Yeah, exactly, Matilda. Are we the, the greatest prize. team in the world? Clearly, um, do we does, have the greatest player that? in the world? Clearly not. Um, we just have yeah, a terrible coach right now. We have the best players in the world, like not just her, but you know, Caitlin Ford's doing an amazing thing. Alana Kennedy at City with Hayley Rasso. We have fucking um, Ellie Carpenter, Ellie Carpenter. Best, best female Asian player of the year. Yep. Like she beat Sam Kerr for that award. <laughs> like it's and and you're looking at it coming through now. Mary Fowler is going to be a superstar. Kyrie Cooney Cross is going to light up the world eventually. Amazing, she's still in the in the W the Liberty W League. She should be gone. She should be playing in Europe somewhere. But we have, I mean, we have Sam Kerr, the greatest footballer in the world right now. And I don't care Ballon d'Or bullshit, Cristiano Ronaldo, Messi. It's her. What she does in a football Correct. compared to anyone else is out of this world. So, Correct. yeah, Sam Kerr, congratulations. I was going to do a spray about how she was robbed for the Ballon d'Or, but you know that girl had a pretty good season too, um, the Barcelona midfielder. But um, yep, correct. But look. Finish on the podium in Ballon d'Or is pretty pretty fucking good. Yep, and uh, the, the antics she's having this year, she'll win it next year. Yeah. And she, then the winner year after that, when she leads the Matildas to a World, World Cup, Cup at home, you can't um, not give it to her. Yeah, correct. The last thing, um, the last thing yeah. I wanted to touch on was a club close to my heart, FC St. Pauli in the Bundesliga Two. Jackson Irvine's club, love him for the Socceroos. They are top of the league in Bundesliga Two. Just beat Schalke two one overnight, which is a big club who used to be pretty powerful. That's a fall the... from grace for Schalke. Yeah. So um, yeah, shout out St. Pauli. Uh, five or six points clear at the moment at the top of Bundesliga Two. Never been in the top division. Is a fan owned club. Doesn't really want to be in the top division, but hey, they're doing really good things. And Jackson Irvine's right at the heart of it. So yeah, shout out FC St. Pauli. Very good. And I think that's it. That's all the hot topics we've got, Jamie Brown. Yeah, that's it. That's all the hot topics. Um, are we predicting this week or are we just going to leave the show there? We've got time to predict, right? We've always got time oh, yeah. to predict. What a silly, silly question. And we move on to the Isuzu Ute A-League men's fixtures. Are we ever going to keep track of uh, our predictions or we just forget about them? No, we're just going to forget about them. We're just going to, be, we're just going to keep track. <laughs> They're not track. important. Well, you matter. know what? After five or every five rounds, I'm going to come back and see where we're at. See how we're going. Okay, yeah. Because yep. it means I've got something to do. Um, but we move on. We kick off 
Um, Wednesday. 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 Match day four kicks off Wednesday. Oh, okay. With Melbourne City taking on Perth Glory, where I hear a certain Daniel Sturridge may be appearing. I mean, they don't really need him, do they? <laughs> oh, clearly not. <laughs> but it would be good to see. Probably get a really good crowd for that. Not Melbourne City crowd, but you know, a lot of people that are England fans will come out. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, you, you need Melbourne City to start firing, and I didn't think Perth Glory would be that good. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be hard to pick. Thanks, I, Perth. You've ruined it for all of us. I'm going to go draw. Two all draw. Yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. That's what I'm thinking too. Sturridge gets um, his first goal. <laughs> and I'm going to say Matt Leckie gets his first. Nice. Nice. About time. Nice. Nice. Um, Friday night fixture sees Newcastle Jets take on the Wellington Phoenix. Um, I could only see this going one way, and I actually think Newcastle Jets are going to get the dub. I think they're going to get their first win as well. It's a double header with but the But I tell you league, what, but... if Tale's got that Wellington Phoenix side kicking again, yeah, but defensively this... they look so structured. But this Newcastle team is flair. Pena but playing it's got Jack in. Duncan. Yeah, you're right. So it's going to be a 3-1 Newcastle win. Valentino Ewell will score, Pena will get his first, and Mikelazzi will get another goal. But yeah, and Gary Hooper will get a tap in for the Phoenix. Because yeah, <laughs> Jack Duncan's terrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say Newcastle gets the win. Probably 2-0, I think. Um, but Jack Duncan, can they keep a clean sheet? 2-1, fair point. <laughs> uh, um, Saturday night, double header. Oh, sorry. Saturday night, early game sees Western United play at Brisbane Raw at home. Well, I'm going to say Western United. Yeah, I can't really go against them. Great goalkeeper. In I Jamie think it'll Young. be a close game. I think it's going to be one nil. They're the ones um, who will score it. <laughs> yeah, but another Jamie Young clean sheet. Yep. Um, yep. Tell you what, Topol Stanley's been looking good for them as well. He has been pretty good for them defensively, uh, yeah. and Dia a mad magician. So he is. Uh, you know, I'm going to go two nil to uh, Western United. Dia and Wenzel Halls, or Lockie Wales to open his account. No, nah, yeah, Dia Manti. Lockie Wales is good, but Dia will get the goal, probably a free kick because he's a freak. And yeah, well, Wenzel Halls will punish his team that let him walk. Yeah, most likely. Stupid. And um, yeah, uh, we move on to one of the first Saturday night double headers with the original derby, Adelaide United versus Melbourne Victory. Ugh, makes me no sick. one's answered this question yet. We don't know why it's the original derby, but it is. Um, I reckon Melbourne Victory will come back and I reckon it will be 2-1. About time they won an original derby, whatever the hell that means. But yeah, I don't know. Adelaide were really boring, but they do have some really good players. Mohamed Toure actually looked on fire for that game and Cassini Yangi is pretty physical. I'm going to go... Oh, a two. I'm gonna go the other way. Two one Adelaide because I hate Melbourne right. victory and I'd like Adelaide to That's win. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But then uh, we we kick off the highlight of the Saturday night doubleheaders, which sees the Sydney inconvenience, the Western Sydney Wanderers <laughs> at home to Newcastle, Penrith, anywhere but Macarthur Bulls. Yeah, um, they're not Macarthur Bulls. <laughs> they're not Macarthur Bulls. Um, I hate to say it, but uh, we're pretty consistent, so I might say this is going to be a draw. Um. Carl Robinson doesn't seem like he has a plan, um, <laughs> but watch him come out and blow MacArthur away, but I don't see it happening. I'm going to say one all draw. Oh, man, I was going to say one all draw as well. I could probably see you guys winning. MacArthur haven't impressed me at all. No, I'm going to... But, I the, think but, guys... but has the wonder, have the Wanderers impressed you? A few Wanderers players have impressed you, but as a whole... As a whole, yeah. I mean, you don't have a good coach. It's that simple. That's the problem with both the main teams in Sydney and the league. They don't have good coaches, but I still think Jad Rockwell, Rodwell with some magic. I don't see a goalkeeper conceding against them. 2-0 into the Wanderers. And, oh, that hurts. Oh, I really hope it is. I really hope it is. Yep. Um, but then we go to the one and only Sunday fixture, which sees the Central Coast Mariners at home to Sydney FC. Could this possibly be Steve Corica's last game in charge? 
See, it won't be his last game, but it definitely has to tell the the top brass that, hey, this isn't working. We need to look at making a fix. And I think this will be where the stories start coming out that Stachich is being approached. Other managers are being approached, but um, I can't. All right, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw the, 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 the hat on this. You're not getting Stachich. Why? Because I said so. Um, <laughs> who else do you want? Stachich out off the table. No Alan Stachich. Mark Rudin. That was actually the person I would think. I think what he did with Wellington was great. He really revitalized that club. He was good at Western United, albeit, you know, behind the scenes there didn't seem really great. But I think Mark Rudin coming to, coming to our club would be great. I also think Ufik Tale could be lured away from Wellington to take the Sydney FC job. He is a club legend. He won titles with us as an assistant. I think if the price I, was right, and it would be, I think we could lure him away from see, Wellington. See, to be fair, I actually think that's that's a very good share. I think Ufuk Tale to Sydney and then Mark Rudin back to Wellington. That could be another play, yeah. But I, you know, if it's not going to be Stajic, and I really think it is because he's an international coach, it's probably in his contract for a domestic job he'd be able to leave or share duties. I don't think Sydney FC would allow that. And it's only the Philippines. Um, Philippine women's team, that's a good side. I could I could see him coming to Sydney FC. But yeah, Rudin would be my second option and Tale probably the third, only because he's already got a club, but I don't think that would be an issue for Sydney FC. But anyways. Pressure's on. Uh, pressure's Matt, on Steve Corica. Sydney FC 2-1. Nick, Mon- Sorry, Nick. Nick Montgomery provide the goods. Central Coast 2-0. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm going Sydney FC 2-1. we got to get no, a win. Look, you don't. Well, I kind of like it the way it is. <laughs> but we move on to the Liberty A-League women's competition. Have you got the fixtures up? I have the fixtures up. Oh, look at this. Starts off on the 10th of December, which I think is Friday night. It is, in fact, Friday night. The doubleheader, so the precursor for the Newcastle Jets home game at McDonald Jones Stadium, Newcastle versus Wellington Phoenix. Hmm. Oh, I think the Knicks will get their first win. I think so, too. Newcastle impressed me for very small amounts of time. I like their goalkeeper, Quayho. She's pretty good, but they still got some injuries out, and I think the Knicks will jag a 1-0 win. Only one. I, I was also going to say 1-0 win. Uh, moving on to the late game uh, on the Friday night, Brisbane Raw at home to Perth Glory. This is, I think, the first of a few traveling games for Perth Glory. Got their first win. Brisbane, uh, you know, looked okay. I actually think Perth's going to win this one. But I'm going one 0 again. I can't. I'm I'm going to go one all. Um, I think Perth obviously deserved the win. Um, but yeah, Brisbane Brisbane have the potential to do stuff. Well, good stuff, bad stuff. I don't know. They're just going to do stuff. <laughs> I mean, you got um, top goal scorer. Um, oh, what's her name for Brisbane? On, didn't they play last week? Are you sure they play next week? This is match week two in the W League. I swear, who did Perth play? Adelaide. They did play last week. Yeah, I'm... well, they're playing again. <laughs> in are they, Brisbane are they actually? Yeah, yeah, Brisbane. Friday well, night. Like, like, I'm pretty sure they played last week. Yeah, because they, yeah, they're, they're own goal. But I'm going to go a one 0 Perth win. Oh, I'm going to say one 0 because <laughs> I mean, you probably almost what, got it this week. Probably what it should have been. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's really weird. But I kind of get yeah. it because sort of that. You know, it's this whole COVID thing, and you know, WA being shit. Um, we have a Sydney derby on Saturday night, five pm. Uh, yes, we have a Sydney derby followed by an inconvenience. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, in the main game. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Right, yeah, We have a true Sydney derby and then an inconvenience in the men's game. But um, Sydney FC versus the Wanderers, honestly, it's going to be tough. It'll be tight. I think 3-1 three, three, Sydney FC again, but you guys will be I'm in the fight. Just, yeah, we'll be in it, but I think they'll bag a 2-0 win. 2-0 win. 2-1, I think it'll be have good a strikers. Yeah. You have good strikers, but yeah, Sydney FC a bit slow off the marks this season, although a 3-1 win's not really slow. 
Um, next up on the Sunday, we have a Melbourne Derby, a true Melbourne Derby. I was about to say an inconvenience, but um, no, a, a Melbourne next Derby. year will be an inconvenience, yeah. but this year it's just <laughs> yeah. the Derby. Um, City at home to Melbourne, although it's not really at home. Amy Park, I can only see Melbourne Victory winning this one and possibly big. I'll stick with 3 0, but it could I'm be. I'm going to go 3-1 Melbourne Victory. Uh, that's another thing I got to say. Rebecca Stoddy back on the field for Melbourne City. Great yep. to see after coming back from cancer. So that was 100%. awesome to see. And she assisted or almost assisted a goal. Um, last game in the Liberty A League women's competition is Adelaide at home to Canberra United. Both teams getting off to a losing start, albeit one of them absolutely got destroyed. Canberra, really good team. I'm going to go Canberra. 2 1. 1 0. Canberra. Well Chelsea, done. Chelsea Dolber scores for Adelaide. <laughs> No, incorrect. Uh, Canberra to keep a clean sheet this week. Uh, 1-0 win. And uh, look, that wraps up the show. Yeah. See, and, we, um, we can preview. Yeah, we can do this. <laughs> uh, look, that was fun. Uh, A-League action at both men's and women's this weekend. It's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Brown, good to see you again. You too, man. Um, hey, and look at us being so regularly scheduled. Oh, we are imagine. on fire. It's amazing what getting into season can do. It is. Um, yeah, no, thanks. Uh, we've got a few uh, fan comments this week as well, so we might touch on a few more. Keep, keep them coming. They're great value. Yeah. Um, but uh, you might put a, a catalogue of some of our favourites together and preview them yeah. in a couple of weeks' time. Go a monthly thing. Just keep sending in your emails and your comments on the yep. uh, on the socials. Uh, Jamie us. Brown, good to see you. You too, man. Uh, A-League action this weekend is going to be great. And uh, Can't wait. tell you what, we'll see you there. See you next week. Thanks for tuning in for this week's episode of the Circle and Rectangle Show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We love hearing from you guys, so please hit us up on our socials, the Circle and Rectangle Show on both Facebook and Instagram. Drop us an email, show at gmail.com or at show on both TikTok and Twitter. And don't forget to check out fanbabblesports.com for the latest blogs and podcasts.